Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. You're listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. You're listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. It's the JR Sport Brief show on CBS Sports Radio. I'm coming to you live from Atlanta, Georgia. Thank you to everybody tuned in and locked in all over North America. Super producer and host Dave Shepard, he's holding it down for us in New York City. Thank you for holding it down and listening wherever the hell you might be at work, at home, at school, on the road, overseas, under the sea. I don't know where you at, but thank you for listening. The show gets started every weeknight at 10 p.m. Eastern Time, 7 p.m. Pacific. A busy, busy day, a busy, busy night. LeBron James, Los Angeles Lakers. I just tweeted this. LeBron James really needs, really wants this half million dollars. Because the Lakers lead the Pelicans 90-60. to It's about five and a half minutes left here in the third quarter. Still plenty of time for the Pelicans to go on a run, right? Right. We'll see. The NBA is a wild place. We know the Indiana Pacers, they dispatched of the Milwaukee Bucks, you know, earlier this evening to go ahead and advance to the finals and represent the Eastern Conference. Uh, the Pacers beat the Bucks 128 to 119. Tyrese Halliburton went out there and dropped 27 points to go along with 15 assists. He did not turn the ball over. Tyrese Halliburton hasn't had a turnover since November 30th. It's a long time for a point guard, the man who handles the ball and is playing 35 to 40 minutes a night. Absolutely ridiculous. And then meanwhile, in the NFL right now, the Patriots lead the Steelers 21-18 to out in Pittsburgh. Uh, the Patriots haven't scored in the second half. They had all 21 of their points in the first half. They went into halftime up 21-10. Uh, to Bailey Zappi has thrown three touchdowns, and the Pittsburgh Steelers are about to have the ball momentarily with about four minutes left to go here in the fourth. And so let's see if Mitchell Trubisky has some magic in his arm as these Steelers have a record right now of 7-5. and five. And if they win this game, this sounds crazy because the Steelers are just, them trying to score is almost impossible. They have an option if they come back and win this game to go up 8-5. to five. So we'll keep you up to date on all of this as we continue on. Shep, I am... Does anybody actually win this game? Like the Steelers win, right? If they win, they win. But does anybody win this game? It's like a waste. Yeah, it is. Um, there's, I mean, I think the NBA really lucked out with having their game, uh, that being LeBron James, that being Giannis Antetokounmpo kind of up against Thursday Night Football. 
Yeah, Jay, I'm not going to uh, lie to you. Um, I haven't paid much attention to this football game. Like, I, I know the Steelers made it interesting with the two-point conversion. They're down three right now, trying to stop them on third down. But I couldn't tell you one thing about this game. I, I really couldn't. Um, there is literally no interest because Bill Belichick seems to not want to be there. No one seems to actually step up at quarterback, including Bailey Zappi. Um, Mac Jones yeah, is an well, afterthought. Well, Bailey Zappi had, he had three touchdowns in the first half. I mean, right, right, right. But numbers were ridiculous great, to start the game. Great, but you got to also kind of, you know, put your foot on the gas pedal, and they took it off it in the second half. And this this shouldn't even be a game. Uh, I don't know. If, I don't know if New England took their foot off the pedal or if they just got <laughs> lucky in the first. You know, fair, come on. Now. Fair enough. But then it's twenty-one ten, and and Zappi throws a real costly interception. This game should have been over in the third quarter. Well, um, these are. Yeah. These are two teams that are just piss poor when it comes down to scoring a football. They really got to stop getting these games so wrong, Jr. Like, well, I I don't know if it's getting the games wrong, whereas it's so much of, uh, I mean, it's 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 only a couple days after Sunday, like the games are gonna suck. We've had enough players come out and, and tell us and let us know, like, yo, it's hard to recover. Like, don't expect these awesome games on Thursday after we just went out here and busted our asses on Sunday. That's a, that's a hell of a turnaround. And it really shows by the time you, you look at the product that we get on Thursday in comparison to what we actually have when the players have an entire week to recuperate. And so for a football team that's 2-10 and 10, and another one that's 7-5 and had to fire its offensive coordinator to try to get a jolt, yeah, these are two two inept teams when it comes to scoring the football. And who knows, maybe Mitch Trubisky is about to set us up for, I don't know, a touchdown. Maybe the Steelers hit a a game-tying field goal, and then we get extra crap football between New England and the Steelers. But let's see. And the Steelers, Mike Tomlin could have another season with a winning record. Mike Tomlin could have another season where the Steelers go to the playoffs but let's all be real, and I think even Steeler fans would tell you this. Steeler fans ain't got a chance in hell to win nothing. They don't. They didn't have one with Kenny Pickett. They sure don't have one with Mitch Trubisky. There aren't enough miracles in the world. <laughs> this is the most uh, whatever 8-5 and five team I've ever seen in my life. Well, they're not 8-5 yet, but yes. If, 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 they, if, they, if they are 8-5... They deserve this win because the Patriots look like they had this wrapped up. You know, JR, the question I have for you is a lot of people bring up the 500 record of Mike Tomlin every single season. The guy never falls short of that. Offensive, no, no pass interference. No. Right, second and 10. So, but game over. But it, so. it has. Wait, game over? No, what I'm, I'm saying, like. They're gonna get the ball in the game's probably. Oh, god, they, gotcha. they didn't call. They didn't call pass interference. So I mean, right? No, I just want to make sure I'm not far behind. But, but no, Jr. No. But Mike Tomlin, the last time he the last time he won a Super Bowl was the 2008 NFL season. That's 15 years. That's an eternity in the NFL. And so, at what point do Steelers fans get restless? With we're sick and tired of Mike Tomlin always finishing 500 and above, and yes, squeaking into the playoffs, but we have not seen a Super Bowl in 15 years. Now they got back a couple years later versus the Packers, where they forgot to show up in the first half. But I wonder how much that's coming into the equation with Mike Tomlin because it doesn't seem like he's getting close to a Super Bowl in anytime soon, and he hasn't recently either. Well, that's 
well, they, a lot of Steeler fans already want him out of there. I could tell you that. Really? Yes, yes, yes. Want yes, him out? Yes. I, I, I can get being, I get being frustrated, but want the guy out? For who? Yeah. Who are they going to replace him with? Uh, that's a better option. People don't have that answer. Gotcha. But I can, I can tell you, people in there's a, enough people in Pittsburgh talk to me. I talk to enough people in Pittsburgh. When I'm in Pittsburgh, you'd be surprised at at how many people are just like, "I right, we we need a new voice," and it's just like. Do you see what he's done? And the reality is, like, Mike Tomlin's like any coach. He can't go out there and coach garbage cans and, and win a championship. The, the fact is, they had Ben Roethlisberger. They don't have Ben Roethlisberger. Ben Roethlisberger started to break down and get hurt, you know, during the, the end of his time there in Pittsburgh. And now they're a team in transition. And so I'm not necessarily going to pin that on Mike Tomlin. The fact that this team exists right now at seven and five, they may fall to seven and six, but the fact that they're even above 500 right now is a credit to Mike Tomlin and the fact that a lot of the players or players, let me just say in the general sense, they enjoy playing for him. So I'm not, I'm not going to kick Mike Tomlin. No different than I'm not going to kick Bill Belichick, who I think is one of the best football minds that the game has ever seen, but he ain't winning now. And so, I mean, there's so much more that goes into do we keep a coach, do we get rid of a coach, you know, then did he win a Super Bowl? When is the last time he won a Super Bowl? Is he a good dude? There's a lot of factors that go in. But for the Steelers, it's one of the reasons I respect them is that they, they, they're not here for, you know, harebrained decisions. They're not going to just hit the button because, uh, you know, the fans are upset. Like, they're a team that believes in continuity and they believe in their system. Unfortunately for the Steelers, their system ended up drafting Kenny Pickett. Kenny Pickett is hurt. Man had surgery, unfortunately for him, on Monday morning to go out there and repair uh, a high ankle sprain that's supposed to help him uh, heal even faster. Well, this is another game. Can't end, <clears throat> excuse me, can't end soon enough. Los Angeles Lakers over the Pelicans, 108-69. to about 30 seconds to go before we reach the fourth quarter. So I, I don't know, man. I thought we were going to have some good games. This game stinks. The Pacers game was eh, okay. And Monday, well, it's Thursday night football is, uh, yeah, it might end up being a close one, but people are just going to complain uh, the rest of the evening about the lack of a pass interference call. Wild stuff. 855-212-4CBS. That's 855-212-4CBS. Before we went to break, we talked about this former Jaguars employee who decided to steal $22 million from the team. And yes, of course, he went ahead and bought any ridiculous thing that you could think of. Well, we know about people buying ridiculous things in the world of sports. In a lot of cases, it's been the Yankees. They're the baseball team that's been able to go out and spend what they want until Steve Cohen came to town in New York and until a lot of the other teams caught up with the New York Yankees, until the Yankees got Soto, which they did last night. And so everybody is thrilled about the outfielder with the 30-plus home run power, the ridiculous 400 uh, on-base percentage, 25 years old. He's not a Padre. He's a Yankee. And in a lot of cases, the Yankees have thrown money around at players all over the damn place. 
Jason Giambi's of the world, the Gary Sanchez's of the world, if, if you can show up and play like Garrett Cole, who's now getting $36 million a year and is also a Cy Young winner, Yankees will buy anybody except for the trade for Juan Soto does not, did not come with a contract extension. So the New York Yankees are kind of flying by the seat of their pants, hoping that this experience is so good for Juan Soto that he decides to stay and maybe give the Yankees a little bit of a discount. And so their general manager, you want to talk about people getting fired, Shep? Yeah, a lot of Yankee fans want to dump Brian Cashman. And he basically said, yeah, we acquired Juan Soto, but we also understand he may not be here for the long run. Listen to this. Haven't had any conversations uh, regarding that, so we understand that uh, he's he's a free agent at the end of this uh, term. Um, and uh, but you know we understand that it's a possible short term situation. Man, the Yankees got a handy up. That's an expensive ass outfield. You got Aaron Judge making forty million per. Like what the hell? is Soto going to get? What are the Yankees going to offer Soto? I mean, if you're going to pay Aaron Judge $40 million a year, you automatically just going to tell Soto he's going to make 42? Like, I can't see that. Shep, that, that, that makes sense. Like, I, what, what are you going to – what does what Boris say? Hey, you got to pay me $2 million more than what you're already paying Judge? Like, that's – I can see it happening. Right. But that's that's kind of wild that, okay, now he's a Yankee. So what's going to be the number that keeps him around? Well, probably less than the uh, Otani thing. Um, but Boris oh, is yeah, – right, so. right. Yeah, right. But Boris is all about – he's all about getting his guy to free agency, and he's never in the business of giving a hometown discount. That, that you know with Scott Boris. <sighs> but does Juan so- – who the hell else is giving his guy a giant deal? Like, let's think about the competitive teams. Like, he's, he's, not going, he's not going to play for any of the L.A. teams, right? He ain't going to the Texas Rangers. That's not happening. I guess it's really between the, the New York Yankees and the Mets. And I think the Mets, they, they would be the team that's, oh, yeah, yeah, sure, we'll ante up. I just find it hard to believe, and I could be wrong, that just one year after signing his contract and coming up through the New York Yankees system, that it would be so easy just to say, oh, yeah, we traded for Juan Soto. Hey, Aaron, we're we going to pay him more than you. It might happen. It certainly could. Wild stuff that we got going on in the world. Speaking of Aaron Judge, he weighed in on Juan Soto in the trade earlier today. He was on Fox 5 New York, and he said, I don't want to just stop with Soto. We got to get more players. Listen to Aaron Judge. We gave up, you know, quite a quite a few pieces to get him, you know, but he's a, he's a generational talent. You know, he's, mm-hmm. you know, his track record, his, his stats speak for themselves, and I think everybody everybody in uh, the Yankee universe is pretty excited to have him and on board. And to lefty, we might be seeing some, some you know, home runs out in right field. A- exactly. What a lot of people want to see. A- exactly. Very uh, I, and you got to just make sure that he knows you're the captain. <laughs> well, we'll be talking. We'll be talking. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Right away, just let. We're, we're excited, like you said. We made some big moves, you know, past couple days, and looking forward to making a couple more. But it's it's going to be a, a fun season, I think. For do you they tell fans. you beforehand before it hits the paper? 
Okay, don't. I don't want to get you in trouble. I'm, I went to Brian Cashman and I, and and you know, yeah, we don't need any problems this morning. Shep, was that Rosanna Scotto? Sound like Rosanna Scotto, right? I'm I'm pretty sure. Yes, yeah, she's on that. She's been on that show for a long time. I don't remember her name. She, I feel like she's been on Fox Five right. since they created it. Right. I, I would agree. It's like uh, Mr. G in New York. It seems like that's how oh long she's God. been around. Yeah, I know he's been around forever too. No, but Mr. G, Mr. G is not still doing a weather in New York, is he? I'm pretty sure he is. No, he's not. I'm pretty sure he is. Mr. Yes. G got to be retired. Come no, on, I don't think so. What is he doing? One one day a week. <laughs> Listen, he can't do five days a week. That Mr. G got to be in his 80s. I mean, Bob Barker was doing Prices Right to like almost 90. I mean, um, Mike Wallace was he doing was almost like a wax figure. That's fit, not the right. same. Well, I mean, you, you got to know something. You got to know something to do. Do the weather, right? Well, you got to stand up the whole time on Prices Right, though, in your yeah, late Bob, 80s. So, well, I mean, I'm sure all the other 23 hours where they weren't shooting the show, he was laying on his back. <laughs> that that's that's fair. That's fair. no. I'm 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 almost positive Mr. G is still doing it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Pop quiz. You ready? Yes, sir. The hell is Mr. G's name? Irv. Is it? Yeah. Are you saying? That's his name. Irv. What? What? Where's G come from? Uh, I think it's Irv Gakovsky. Yeah. Well, that's the G. Right. Oh my God. You are right. Yeah. Irv Gakovsky. Irv Gakovsky with the weather doesn't have the, the right ring to it, does it? No, it, no, it does not. It's, it's not going to be Mr. I. Mr. G, I guess, sounds better. It's it's a constant over a vowel, right? Yeah, well, and there you, there you have it. You are correct. And it also you're also uh, right about this. Mr. G is still alive. That's, no, I know he's still alive. He's oh. still doing it. Well, well, I'm not in New York. I ain't watching Pix Eleven. <laughs> yeah, but know? yeah, but you, but you are. A, uh, no disrespect to Atlanta. We love Atlanta, but you're you're a New Yorker, you know, uh, through and through. You being disrespectful to me? No, I just Mr. G is he's not only alive, but he's still doing. I'm I'm almost oh, positive he's still doing it. He's New York's most popular weatherman. Where is Yolanda Vega? I have no idea who that is. Uh, you don't know Yolanda Vega? No. I know the Patriots got stopped on uh, third and short. Now it's fourth down. You mean to tell me that these idiots got the ball back? <laughs> well, they're giving no. Uh, well, the, it was third and the short. The Steelers got right. the ball back with 15 seconds. Wow. Where the hell are they situated at? In their own territory on the. Uh, <laughs> what is that? Let me tell you know. something. This game is so. This game is so bad. We have spent two minutes on a weatherman in New York, and <laughs> either of us are not even sure if he's still even active doing it. So. <laughs> Man, you you know Yolanda Vega the, from the lottery. I have no idea who that is. I I'm Yolanda Vega. I don't know who that is. No. Shep, come on. Yeah. Man. You gotta Google that, and then you gotta you gotta play it on there so we can hear it. Okay, it's y- Yolanda Vega. I'm Yolanda Vega. You know what? I got a better chance of winning the lottery than the Pelicans do of coming back on the Lakers in this game. What a blowout and disaster this has been for New Orleans. This is it, almost this fifty is, points. Am I am I stupid with no, math? Or it is, is no, 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 50? no. It is a forty-nine. Oh my yeah, god! 33. It's a fifty. Now it's a fifty. Now it's a fifty-two point lead with the Austin Reeves three. This is ridiculous. This is a fifty-two point lead, Jr. So what do we do? Cancel it in season. I'm sorry. Point? I'm sorry. Now it's no. My bad. For, it was for, now it's forty. Seventy-nine, one nineteen. So it's forty point lead. Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah. Well, we went from there. What is that? Twenty. Yeah, twenty-three. 
Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. you're right. 40-point yeah, lead. We both are stupid at math. How about No, that? we just don't anticipate there's going to be a 40- or 50-point blowout in a semifinals game of an NBA in-season tournament where the oh. Pelicans are healthy for once. Hey, about this this other ass game is over with. The Patriots beat the Steelers 21-18. Patriots now have three victories, and the Steelers fall to, uh, what is it, 7-6. and six. Bailey Zappi, three touchdowns in the first half. I thought tonight's games, I thought this was supposed to be a fun night. Like, even with the football and the two basketball games, but I mean, we got one coach winning, and he's like, yeah, I don't care who doesn't like the fact that we're here. This is just it's sad. It's the JR Sport Brief Show here with you on CBS Sports Radio. I'm going to try my best not to be sad. Bailey Zappi is currently talking to Westwood One. Patriots beat the Steelers. Pacers go out there and they beat the Bucks in a surprise. And the Lakers are putting a beat down here on the Pelicans. We'll talk more about it. We're going to hear from all the players as the night continues on. It's the JR Sport Reshow on CBS Sports Radio. Don't move. Thank you. Now for tonight's win four number, the first ball out. It's eight, the next. It's two, the next. It's five, and the last. It's one. You're listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. Listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. I would rather have Penn State, Michigan, USC, UCLA win the national championship besides Alabama. But I'm glad Georgia beat the brakes off of them and using their intestines as jump rope for celebration. Call in now at 855 212 4CBS. Hey, Shep, whatever happened to Dave? Whatever happened to him? That's a good question. Dave, if you're listening, call it JR. Yeah, I mean, he, he talking about using intestines as jump ropes, and he would get very graphic. Sometimes he had me concerned, but um, he's pretty out there. Anyway, NFL Thursday Night Football is a wrap. The New England Patriots beat the Pittsburgh Steelers 21-18. to The Patriots pick up their third victory. They are now 3-10. and 10. In Pittsburgh, the Steelers, they fall to 7-6. and six. Mitch Trubisky at the helm tonight threw one touchdown, one interception. Bailey Zappi threw three touchdowns. All three of his touchdowns, all those scores were in the first half. I mean, it realistically, Patriots didn't score another point after halftime. Pretty sad, pretty poor, pretty miserable. And then we already talked about this. On the NBA side, the Pacers advanced here. Oh, damn it, this game is... Man, blowouts really move in the NBA. Lakers beating the Pelicans 122-81, to a little less than six minutes left in the game. Earlier this evening, the Pacers, they beat the Bucks 128-119, to and the expectation was that the Bucks were going to take care of the young 
you know, Pacers team, but the Pacers get up and down the court, up and down the floor, and I believe the, the bench players for the Pacers had 43 points. Meanwhile, the Bucks couldn't muster more than 13 off of their own bench. And so this was a big surprise for the Milwaukee Bucks. Giannis with 37, Damian Lillard with 24, and this is worth noting. Bobby Portis had four points. Bobby Portis on the season is averaging about 11 to 12 points, six rebounds, and an assist coming off the bench. Not bad for your backup forward, right? Not, not all that bad. It's being reported by Chris Haynes that Bobby Portis passionately challenged head coach Adrian Griffin, first-year head coach, and teammates in the locker room after being eliminated by the Pacers in the in-season tournament. Is it, is it that serious? I mean, what, you beefing with the rest of the bench? Are you beefing with yourself? Is this a combination of multiple things? Like the Milwaukee Bucks, Damian Lillard just got there. I wonder what's going on behind the scenes that's making Bobby Portis, you know, scream from the mountaintops as the, uh, the motivating factor of reason. I mean, one of Bobby Portis' biggest moments was punching one of his teammates in the face and breaking his face. I don't know if I want to listen to Bobby Portis try to motivate me. Meanwhile, Adrian Griffin is a first-year head coach, and he's, uh, you know, is he having his power challenge? Uh, we'll see. 855-212-4CBS. We got Chris calling from Toronto. You're on the JR Sport Brief Show. What's up, Chris? How are you, buddy? Great show, as always. Let me say, love to listen. Um, I wanted to talk about this John Rom thing to the Live Tour. Um, you know, if I was the commissioner of the PGA Tour, I would be extremely concerned. You know, obviously, John Rom jumping, you know, he's, uh, I don't know, he's either number one or was number one. Number three. No, number three right now. Number three. But that's not really the big part of it. The big part of it is this continuous guaranteed money that keeps getting thrown in these guys' faces, and they're having a really hard time saying no to it because if you remember when Liv first started, John Rahm and McElroy were one of the two guys that were the expressed the most uh, venom towards it, you know? And now, he, you know, it's hard to turn down 300, was it $300 million guaranteed money, I think it is, yes. right? Is that what he got? Correct. Correct. So, I, I mean, if they keep throwing guaranteed money at these guys, who are the next guys to, to to leave? And then what becomes of the PGA Tour after that? Just a bit of a stomping ground for guys to prove themselves before the live guys come and, and give them this guaranteed money? The only question I have, though, is, like, not all those guys are getting all guaranteed money, correct? Or is everybody I, no, I, that you I see think, on that? I think that everybody who signs with live, you, you're going to know what you're going to make. I, I don't think there's any debate about that. No, but I mean, like, I, I, I haven't watched it too much because i got to be honest with you, I, 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 I love golf. I just I, I love the PGA format better than whatever this team thing is and everybody wearing right. – sh- first of all, the shorts part throws me off. But, 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 I mean, even those guys, like, even those guys, those names that you don't really recognize, are those guys also getting guaranteed money or are they just part of the I team and they, they get the money when they win? I believe they're getting some form of guaranteed money. Is it going to be to the, the same extent? I, I don't think so. But For I think sure there not. is going to be a set amount of money because let's be real, you out on the PGA tour, it, it's not, ain't no set amount of money there that you're going to participate. It's it's some rough going unless you're you're finishing at the top, you know. 
Hundred percent, which which makes it so 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 problematic for the PGA Tour because now you you have to compete with with guaranteed money now for everybody on that list and and the guys who are the guys you really want the big names they're getting crazy guaranteed money and where are they supposed to get this money they, they, to to go to more more sponsors like the waste management and Rolex and these guys yeah. and say hey, you got to fork over more money well. You know? I, I think I think what we all have to wait on is is what is a potential merger going to look like. We know Live, the PIF or SIF, the Saudi Investment Fund. We know that they're the ones who are coming with the money, and the PGA is the one who comes with the experience of actually running the tour. And so let's see if the deal goes down. Uh, it's interesting timing that Rom would sign the deal right now when they've been working on a merger. Uh, but you never know when you have two gigantic entities like this. And then, you know, SIF is, is certainly not even just a large entity. It's a foreign one to the United States of America. There's going to be a lot of scrutiny. It wouldn't surprise me if the deal does not go forward. And then we still mm-hmm. are left with the PGA and a live. Hey, Chris, thank mm-hmm. you for calling from Toronto, man. Bro, you have an amazing show. Keep it going. Thank you so much. Thank you. Appreciate you. Hey, listen, a great caller from Toronto. Let's go from somewhere very cold to somewhere pretty warm and comfortable. Dave is here from Miami, the home of Art Basel. You're on CBS Sports Radio. What's up? What's going on, JR? How are you? I'm good. How's it going in, in, in uh, the ATL? It's fine, you know. I didn't step over a crack. I didn't break nothing. I didn't get robbed. I'm good. I sure don't miss New York, man. I got to tell you that first off. First off. Anyway. Hey, Chef, <laughs> did you hear that? Yeah, yeah. No, getting a uh, hundred Henry sound. Oh, what's going on, Dave? I missed you, it. You can have that. You can have that cold, bro. You can have it. Get your winter mittens on. Everything, all right? So enjoy yourself out there. I appreciate that, but Wait, no one uh, wants the cold. We want the we want the smoke. And we want Miami, man. Yeah, the smoke. Yeah. Anyway, um, I, I just want to talk about Los Angeles basketball. The the two sides of it. Um, do you see the Lakers winning the cup? Number one and number two. Is there any truth to the rumor that Russell Westbrook from the Hollywood Fakers is going to Miami? That's all I got for you, Thanks. Okay. Well, well, thank you, Dave, for calling from Miami. Well, I remember the second question. I don't, I don't see Russell Westbrook going to Miami. I mean, they, basically, they barely pay the dude anymore. He's now coming off of the bench in Los Angeles. They've chopped his minutes down. Does Miami want him? Does anybody else on the team want him? What, to show up and chuck shots? and We're seeing the end of a couple of point guards, right? Russell Westbrook, I'd be surprised if he goes on the up and up. And it's the same for Chris Paul. Now strained his calf and had to miss a couple of days. I know he came back. But let's, let's be honest, man. Chris Paul, best days are behind him. Same thing for Russell Westbrook. 855-212-4CBS. That's 855-212-4CBS. We are going to take a break. When we come back on the other side of the break, we're going to hear some of the football from tonight. Yeah, the exciting matchup between the Patriots and the Steelers. And then also, the Lakers might have already advanced by then to the finals of the in-season tournament. We'll talk about it all. It's the JR Sport Brief Show on CBS Sports Radio. You're listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio.
You're listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. And I have all the respect for you. First of all, JR, appreciate you bringing the truth every night. I listen to you on my way back from work at this time. Big fan. I just started listening to your show a few months ago, and I'm hooked, man. Call in now at 855 212 4CBS. Yeah, I'm glad you hooked on this show. There, there are worse things you could be hooked on. It is the JR Sport Brief Show on CBS Sports Radio, 855-212-4CBS. The NBA in-season tournament, the, uh, the final is set. It's going to go down on Saturday. The game will be broadcast on national television, uh, broadcast TV on ABC, as the Pacers will take on the Los Angeles Lakers. The Lakers just smashed the Pelicans. The final score there, 133 to 89 LeBron James had 30 points in 23 minutes yeah the ageless one I mean he's he gonna be playing at a high level I guess forever and so LeBron James knows everybody's looking forward to seeing him play on Saturday Uh, no it is not the Milwaukee Bucks but LeBron James he did speak with Ali LaForce on TNT after the victory and this is how that conversation went Run 38 and still great. That was your stat line for today. <laughs> How'd you put your team in a position to succeed like always to start uh, this one? We got to defend. Um, you know, I think we came out with a defensive mindset. And, you know, when we defend, we're going to give ourselves a good chance to win any ball game. You and Anthony Davis all season have been trying to emphasize to this team, it doesn't matter what the score is, every single possession matters. Did you see that tonight? Yeah, I think so. I think we're, we're continuing to get better. But the most important thing, we continue to get healthy. Um, and as we get healthy, we get our length back. Uh, guys are buying into what we want to do defensively. We're helping each other. We're sharing the ball offensively, and we're just playing Laker basketball right now. When it comes to another championship experience this time on Saturday, what are you most looking forward to? No, I mean, listen, it's uh, it's still it's still December, so I'm not getting too crazy about the whole thing. I understand this is this thing has been great in season tournament, but it's still December, you know. So, uh, but it is another game for us to get better, and we want to we want to try to you know win the game because. Uh, you know, we're a team that wants to get better every single game. We go out there every quarter, every possession. So we had another opportunity to do that. LeBron James is trying to stay away from any in, in just 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 any any type of insinuation that I'm going to be happy with this, even though it's not another championship. He wants nothing to do with it. He's like, yeah, I'll take the championship, the in-season championship, but – People are going to run with this if I say I'm looking forward to winning it. So he just avoided it. 855-212-4CBS. That's 855-212-4CBS. Meanwhile, we know that the Steelers, they took an L tonight, losing to the New England Patriots and Bailey Zappi, who just got dragged off of the bench and just said, hey, here's three touchdowns to start the game. 21-18, to the Steelers, they end up losers against the New England Patriots, 855-212-4CBS. How about this? I think that this call, I think I know where it might go. We're going to Pittsburgh, and we're talking to Troy. You're on CBS Sports Radio. Go ahead, Troy. What's up, JR? How you doing, man? I'm excellent. What's on your mind? Um, depression, uh, for sure. Oh, no. um, leaving this game, this offense is just inept. The quarterback play that we've had all season is inept. Uh, the control of the team, the you know the the product that they're putting on the field is unlike Steeler football. It's something we haven't seen in a really long time around here. Um, I'm always a Mike T guy. I've been a Mike T guy my entire life. 
Um, I do believe the moment that Mike T has gone from our team, every other team that looking for a coach will be in line to get him. Um, and like I said, I, I think he's a great leader of men. I've always had his back. But th- there are some fire offenses that are finally happening in Pittsburgh. Um, two two and ten football teams on a playoff stretch, um, making terrible in-game decisions, whether it comes to not challenging the right play or challenging the wrong play, calling timeouts when timeouts are not supposed to be used. Um, you know, whether you have an offensive coordinator or a defensive coordinator, when you have a coach like Mike Tomlin, he has overall say, especially like he likes to say in the weighty moments. And in the weighty moments, we have not been making good decisions. Uh, fourth and one from the goal line on the first drive, second drive with the Cardinals last week, we run a draw at a shotgun. We have fourth and one two or three times tonight. We do the QB sneak and we get it. Why don't we do that last week? Um, right. Canada was Canada was terrible, okay. but I, I think we're beginning to see um, the unfolding the of a franchise. Okay. Well, thank you, Troy, for calling from Pittsburgh. Thank you so much. Yeah, well, he's calling from Pittsburgh. He's watching every single game, every single play, every single snap. I'm like, bro, I didn't, I didn't see everything from last week because I'm not going to turn on the Steelers to see them suffer through trying to score points. That's, that's not my M.O. And, yeah, people have been calling for Mike Tomlin to get the boot anytime the Steelers come across as just okay. But let me know when they have a quarterback. That's it. It's really that simple. Until they have another solid set quarterback, I'm not expecting nothing from them. You got Mike Tomlin on a week-to-week basis. Not now, obviously, because he's out with a high ankle sprain. But Mike Tomlin has to come out and constantly defend Kenny Pickett. So much so that it's, it's not about his stats, his numbers, his efficiency. It's about what he's been able to do late in games. Well, how special was it? Man, he don't pass the eye test. 855-212-4CBS. That's 855-212-4CBS. Your matter of fact, you mentioned Mike Tomlin. Here's Mike Tomlin. This is what Mike Tomlin had to say, and this is how he sounded after the loss. Disappointing outcome. Um, you know, a lot to work on, but in terms of how the game unfolded, thought the significant difference, they got seven points off of their turnover. Um, on the short field, we got zero off of ours, and so that's the difference in the game, and usually it is the turnover component and your ability to to support each other um, on the other side of it or inability, um, and that was the difference in the game in terms of the outcome. Um, so that's disappointing. Um, from a health standpoint, Alex Highsmith wasn't able to return. He's got a neck injury of some description. Um, I have more information for you. Obviously, the next time we come together, uh, compliment those guys. They made the necessary plays. We didn't. Uh, I thought we fought um, in the second half. Um, but to come up short on, on, the, on the turnover in terms of the points is the difference of the game. Questions? Oh, okay. Were there any questions? I mean, he said a whole hell of a lot there. He said a whole lot of nothing. I think Mike Tomlin just wants to go home and go to sleep. And why not after tonight's game? Why not after this season? 855-212-4CBS. Lucas is calling from Maryland. What's up, Lucas? Hey, thanks for taking my call. Diehard Steelers fan, been a Steelers fan. I'm 51 years old. Big, Still a big uh, Mike Tomlin guy. 
I think uh, he coaches so well that we won't ever get a good draft pick. And like what you were saying about before, like I don't think we have the quarterback in the room right now. So we'll keep on doing this nine and eight and ten and seven thing where we go to the playoffs, we just miss the playoffs, and we'll consistently just be average. And um, the biggest thing is is that to lose the two teams that have two wins back to back at home. I mean, like the gentleman that was calling before, I'm very depressed. Like I'm just, I needed to get this off my chest. I'm just very depressed right now. Damn, it's Thursday night. Well, yeah, it's Thursday night. Do you, we need to give away some hugs, man? That's sad. Yeah, I, I do. I would, I would like a hug. That'd be nice. I'm very okay. depressed right now. I don't know what right. to say. Well, you, you sound like you're driving. Drive safe, okay? All right, thanks. All right, no doubt, man. Yeah, be careful of the, uh, what do they call that thing? The road rage. Because people are nuts. People will get out their cars and whoop your ass. We don't need that. Oscar's here from Arizona. Go ahead, Oscar, quickly. Diehard Raiders fan here. I hear all these Steelers fans calling for Tomlin's head. I'm sorry, but I'll take Tomlin in a heartbeat. Uh, I love Antonio Pierce and what he's doing, but Tomlin is proven. I'll take him any day, any any minute. You give him to me. He'd, he'd turn this franchise around in a heartbeat. Okay. Well, thank you, Oscar, for calling here in, in Arizona. Yeah, people, people love playing for Mike Tomlin. But he, like every other coach in the NFL, if he wants to have and find success, you have to just keep on rolling, man. That's it. 855-212-4CBS. That's 855-212-4CBS. I got to Damn it, I got to keep on rolling as we pull up on this break. When we come back on the other side, I'm going to continue talking about the Steelers, continue my thoughts on Mike Tomlin, continue talking about this NBA in-season tournament. We got so much to do. As Charles Barkley sits on the screen in front of me, and I think the ESPN set is right next to them. Who cares about ESPN basketball? They don't ever say anything worth a damn. Anyway, 855-212-4CBS. Talk some basketball. Talk about this crap football game. It's Thursday night. Everybody's depressed. Cheer up, Steeler fans. Be happy. It's the JR Sport Brief Show on CBS Sports Radio. Spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. All-star closer, Kenley Jansen, we have a question. What's the best podcast of all time? 
Baseball isn't boring, baby. I'm Rob Bradford, and every single day I'm sitting down with the biggest names to show you this great game is the greatest game. It's my podcast. It's my passion. It's a cause I started more than two years ago and is now the most prolific national daily baseball pod there is. Another fact, so jump aboard the B.I.B. Express. Follow and listen to Baseball Isn't Boring, presented by Wasabi Hot Cloud Storage on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts.